We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Wednesday night, man, another edition of Knicks Fan TV Live presented by Manscaped. See Peter Franchise here on the solo dolo. Salute to the chat. And uh, oh man, we got some news and some rumors to talk about tonight, man. Are the Knicks ready to unload a Godfather offer for OG Ananobi? RJ gets benched in last night's loss against the Lakers, and he was not happy about it. Is that a sign of trouble to come? We got to talk about that. And it looks like, well, what we've already known, the Cam Reddish era is officially over with, and we'll get to some some Cam Reddish tidbits as well. But call us up, man, 657-383-1509, or hit us up on the Knicks Fan TV Discord. Let me know what you guys are thinking about the latest and greatest with the orange and blue. Let's get it in, man. Another one. Another one for the books. So Knicks Nation, once again, let's get those likes up. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Salute to all of our channel members. And so to everybody in the chat, man. Good to be back. I just, uh, I didn't even set up the phones yet. So let me just set up the phones real quick. Was at the Laker game last night, Knicks versus Lakers. You know, I said, wanted to uh, check Bron, check the squad. You know, Bron going for history. And they lose. I'm starting to think that I am a bad luck charm for this team. Every game I go to, outside of the home openers, (laughs) this team loses, man. (laughs) I think I'm better off here in the studio. We might have a better chance because every game this team loses that I'm in the building. Can't make it up. And and last night was another one, man. Another stinker. You know, I didn't feel like this this Laker team was was overly impressive. 
Braun coming off the bum ankle. You know, he's, he's Braun. So he's, he's one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest. So he still managed to leg it out. AD had a good game. I thought Brody had a great game as well. You know, he had 19 points from Rui Hachimura. Oh, it was a winnable game. Absolutely a winnable game. Uh, last play of regulation. Cringe. Completely cringeworthy. Like I said in, in the past, I want the ball in number 11's hands. Jalen had it going. Jalen Brunson had it going from start to finish. How it ends up in Julius's hands. Why is Jalen Brunson even inbounding the ball? I didn't like that. And it gets to Julius. Julius in a pressure situation. Not great. Not a good sign. Dribbles into a double team. And ultimately goes into overtime. And from there, it all falls apart. Bad loss. Bad loss. So, you know, uh, wasn't so happy there. And and here's what Tibbs had said in regards to that last play and what happened. You know, people looking for answers here. What happened here, Tibbs? Let's hear from Tibbs. They have to read the defense. LeBron was on Jalen, and uh, Davis was on uh, uh, Julius and depending on what they're doing, it can go either way. There's three options on that play. And so they have to read the defense. LeBron was on Jalen and uh, Davis was on uh, uh, Julius. Yeah. And depending on what they're doing, it can go either way. There's three options. Okay. So Tim says, depending on what they're doing, it could go either way. Got to read the defense. I think he was talking to Julius directly, but didn't necessarily want to throw him under the bus. So, yeah, not good. Especially when you, Julius, you're struggling most of the night. Jalen's cooking. Put the ball in number 11's hands and get out the way. I'm far more comfortable with a Brunson miss because I know it'll come off of good intentions and good decisions. But it is what it is. It happens. It happens. But a byproduct or, um, you know, something that came out of this game was once again no R.J. Barrett in the fourth quarter. No R.J. in the fourth quarter. Oh, he played some in the fourth. Got about five minutes. But crunch time, nowhere to be found. Overtime, nowhere to be found. After the game, R.J. Barrett, in meeting with the media, says, I got no comment. And he leaves. Leaves the game. Not happy, man. Not happy whatsoever. And this isn't the first time that, you know, R.J. has not been in in crunch time situations. It's happened in the past. In his... First year under Tibbs. Remember, there was a stretch. I remember specifically against the Miami Heat when he was struggling on the the offensive end. And Tibbs opted to go with more shooting. Wanted Bullock out there. He had Burks out there at times. So it's not the first time. It's happened last year. Remember when, uh, you know, RJ was going through his shooting slumps. And Tibbs kind of called him 
took him to task and said, he's got to put in the work, got to put in the work. He's got to put in the work. He knows when he puts in the work, he does better. So this isn't the first time, and maybe it's some tough love. But remember after that net game, I said to you guys, watch this Grimes quickly, RJ, rotation, platoon, whatever you want to call it, because it's going to be a story throughout the rest of this season and for however long these guys are here. In that net game, you had the similar situation where RJ missed most of the fourth quarter, quickly's cooking, and then quickly gets taken out with two minutes left to bring RJ back in. Didn't make sense when, when quickly had it going. So it's a very interesting dynamic. It's very interesting what we're seeing here between RJ, Quickly, Grimes, and and Tibbs' decision. But for RJ overall, he's got to be better. There's just just no more to it. He's got to be better. His defense has slipped from previous years. Offensively, You're looking for consistency. Consistency has been the name of the game for RJ since he's been here. The shooting is a roller coaster. But the defense is taking a step back. And with a Nick team whose defense has been inconsistent, Tibbs is opting to go with Grimes and quickly his two best perimeter defenders right now in critical situations. I also don't think, you know, the offense needs to go play faster when RJ with RJ. He's a, he's a transition player, not as much as a half-court player. Yes, his three-point shooting has gotten better. Has gotten better. He's gotten a little bit more efficient from three in the half-court. But his game, he's best in transition. He's best when they're playing faster. And I think it's a tricky fit right now with Brunson, with Randall. Because in the half court, the Knicks are dead last in the league. They're 28th in the league in assists. They're 30th in the league in assists. The field goes made. They don't move the ball enough. And part of that is they don't move the ball enough. And also part of that is they're bricking away. They don't shoot the ball well. Not a good shooting team. Not a good shooting team. They're 25th in effective field goal percentage. 25th in three-point percentage. 22nd in two-point percentage. Overall shooting percentage. 25th, 24th in shooting efficiency. Can go on and on and on. They don't shoot the ball well. So so they're not moving the ball. They're not up there in assists. And they're not shooting the ball well. So for RJ, partially on him, he's got to step his game up. You got the bag now, bro. You can't, you know... Rest on your laurels. You got to stay hungry. You got to improve because Grimes is is here and quickly is on your heels. I mean, quickly is playing good ball right now on both ends of the floor. Last 10 games for quick, 53% from the field, 43% from downtown. And 15 points per game. And as I said, on on both ends, you're getting it from quick right now. So 
I understand that this is Tibbs' guy right now. And for all the, the trade rumors for Quick, Quick's not going anywhere. This is their most valuable player at, at the moment. Next to Brunson, I would say, and Randall. He's he's important piece to this team. And I think that part of the reason why Quickly's in there in those major minutes in the fourth is not is all primarily because of his defense, but also because he's shooting the ball as efficiently and because he's he's moving the ball. So he's helping generate some flow to the offense. So quick. And look, there's nothing wrong with competition. You hope iron sharpens iron. But quickly, he's not going nowhere as far as this rotation is concerned, as far as the fourth quarter is concerned. So for RJ, you got no other choice. You got to step it up. Because what, what Tibbs is showing is he's not afraid to go to his other guys and bench you in critical moments of the game. So you've got to show up and be the guy that this organization just extended. And that, especially on the defensive end, especially on the defensive end. Decision-making, moving the ball, shooting it more efficiently, all that has to improve. But I'm telling you, quickly, his play is going to put some pressure. He's going to put a lot of pressure on the coach. And it's going to put some pressure on RJ too, man. Because quickly, quickly he's been playing. And D Knights in the chat says, Tips needs to be consistent. Yeah, it seems like, it seems like RJ's the only one that he holds accountable. Because on Julius's bad nights or off nights, you don't get that. You don't get that with other players. It seems like it's just RJ that uh, that he tries to send that message to. So, but we've seen it. We've, we've seen it for the years. We, we know that's Tibbs' MO. You know, Randall, Randall, gets, uh, Randall gets carte blanche. But, uh, but RJ gets, gets uh, you know, gets a short end of the stick. That's how it goes. So what do you guys think about that, man? Because RJ was not happy, and this is not going to change. From the time they played the Cavs, the Celtics, the Nets, and this game, you're seeing the trend. It's You're seeing the trend. Quickly is missed the fourth quarter, and RJ's minutes are up and down. He may, he may start the fourth but he's sitting out an extended amount of time. So very, very interesting. And and yeah, wasn't so happy. They lost. And he dipped out. Didn't speak to the media last night. And was not a happy camper. I did see Quick after the game last night. Got a chance to chop, chop it up with Quick. Overall, good five. Shout out to everybody that was in the building, everybody I ran into. Definitely definitely a good vibe. Ran into a lot of families last night. Uh, Quick and his fam. Shout out to Jericho Hive. Ran into to Sims' family. RJ, Mama Brunson in the building. It was a family show last night. It was a family affair at MSG. And, uh, and, and shout out to everybody that uh, 
shows KFTV some love. We had a little kid with a KFTV hat show up on the Jumbotron, the KFTV hats in the building. So, so the brand was, was, was repping heavy last night. Brand was definitely repping heavy last night. If only we could have gotten a win. I probably should have just stayed home. Uh, shout out to Chris Dada, $10 super chat. Salute to Chris. Yeah, what is going on with RJ, man? You guys let me know. So that's that on, on RJ. Now, on the, on the OG front, OG Ananobi, as you guys know, man, Knicks are very interested in this guy. And according to our guy, Ian Begley, he says that um, the Knicks communicated to the Raptors earlier this season that they were comfortable offering three first-round picks for OG Ananobi. Now, he said this is prior to the Knicks' eight-game winning streak back in December. So if we put our tinfoil hats on and start piecing together the information, this was also reported by Sportsnet, uh, a reporter from Sportsnet up in Toronto. Name slips me, so I can't give him credit, but, but Begley was first on it anyway. That's all I got. But it's Sportsnet of Toronto says the belief is that the Knicks are the team that is offering three first-round picks. We also heard that from Woj, saying that there is a belief that there's three first-round picks. Woj is Leon's guy. So there's a lot of smoke here where this OG trade is concerned. Now, before everybody jumps out the window, says too much, too much, too much, we got to know what the protections are, what years, so on and so forth. We don't know. Now, if, if it's three unprotected picks, obviously I'm out. No, no chance. No chance. So we got, we got to know what this is, what the protections are, and how serious they are about getting a guy. But for three picks, sounds like they're hot after him. You know, sounds like they're hot after him. And this was a very uh, interesting, because Ananobi's out right now on the Raptors West Coast trip with a, with a wrist injury. And his coach, Nick Nurse, who everybody wants up out of Toronto, was, was asked about the injury, and, and here's what he had to say about it. Very, very interesting comments from Nick Nurse. Let's listen to this and uh, react to it. Um, it's a little surprising to me that it's that it's going to be, um, I mean, this trip's got a long way to go yet, not like this trip's ending around the corner, right? So it's a little surprising to me, but, um, I guess that's what we know what we are, what we have now for this trip, and we, and we go probably, um, I think Delano's going to be good to go. Um, so Nick Nurse, they basically said, they, they said to Nick Nurse, well, OG's out for the entire trip. And Nick Nurse said, well, that's surprising to me because the tri- we just started on the trip. So if you're the coach, how are you surprised that the guy's out for the entire West Coast trip with a wrist injury? Something's not adding up here. Is he getting traded? Are they trying to keep him? away from injury, keep him out of harm's way, extending the rest time. Uh, something, something just doesn't sound right. And the coach, the coach said he's perplexed. You're the coach. 
How are you not on the same page with, with this? Who made the call to say the kid is out for the entire West Coast trip? And Nick, Nick Nerds, he, he's scratching his chin like, oh, this is news to me. I'm surprised. We just started the trip. Sounds kind of weird. Sounds kind of weird. So, but yeah, listen, man, uh, on the on the Ananobi front, as I said, uh, we got to see as we get closer to the February 9th deadline, how serious these guys are. We also heard Phoenix is interested. I think Phoenix is, they're in a bit of a tricky spot right now with the, with the Chris Paul era. Do they make a move, one last move to see where they can go with it? Do they make one move to continue to build with Devin Booker in mind? to continue trying to stay competitive and contend in the West. So how aggressive will Phoenix be? You know, the whole Aiton and, and Monty Williams things is funny. Things seem like, I don't know, I feel like they're going to fall apart eventually. I feel like they're teetering. But, again, for Ananobi, 6'7 wing. Knicks have no wings because Cam's out of there. What do you guys want to do? All, all depends on the draft picks. And, you know, just to refresh your memory, if we look at the Knicks draft picks upcoming, in the 2023 upcoming draft, they have their own. They have the Mavericks pick, which is top 10 protected. They have the Pistons pick, which is top 18 protected. And they have the Wizards pick, which is top 14 protected. Now, if we look at Tankathon, our favorite site to watch after a certain point in next season, if we look at Tankathon here, um, I mean, the Knicks themselves are one game out of the lottery. So they're not too far back from throwing the fatigues on. So there's no chance if I'm Leon Rose, I'm giving up my own pick of this year. Because you never know where this team is going to go. They got the second or third hardest schedule in the league to finish as of right now. Things can always change. And, and, and uh, as I always say, these games aren't played on paper. But the Knicks, they're right in the middle. Right in the middle. So they're, they're, they're toeing the line. The Dallas pick, right now that's around 18. So you figure that will convey. And Washington, right now, they're 11th in the lottery. But, hey, who knows? Maybe they go on a streak. Maybe Chris Stops, you know, kills it. You know, Bradley Beal, maybe maybe they go on a run with Chris Stops, Kuzma, and Beal. And that's a top 14. That's lottery protected. So maybe that conveys. So Knicks could. You would think they will have two first-rounders within 14 to 18, 20. And maybe even, a th- maybe even a third in that range. So will they try to part with some of those? Not their own. Will they draft some players with that? Or will they try to trade up? They have some flexibility there. Or will they trade a couple and maybe some futures for OG? Got to see what the protections are. Got to see what the protections are. And as I said in, in, in previous nights, look, a lot of you guys don't feel like the guy's going to move the needle. 
I wouldn't look necessarily look at him as a needle mover, but as another foundational piece. If this team is looking to make the playoffs and not looking to peel it back, they want to make the playoffs and want to stay competitive. They want to continue to build. 25-year-old two-way wing is a nice, is a nice ticket. Yes, there's concerns for me. His offensive ceiling, his shot creation skills, the durability, his injury history, he's injured again. You're dealing with Masai Ujiri, who's never, who, who's rarely been on the losing end of a deal. It's tough. But still look into it. Still look into it. Shout out to the OG Chuck D. My guy Chuck D has been busy, man. Make sure you guys check out the hip-hop documentary on PBS, man. Hip-hop turning 50. And Chuck has been making his rounds in in promoting the latest piece. Colbert Show. And we're going to be talking tomorrow. Looking forward to our conversation tomorrow. Shout out to the OG, man. He's in back and forth. London, LA, all over the place. Got Grammy weekend coming up. Uh, $20 super chat from Chuck. He says, uh, he goes, woo, my OG head is a ball of confusion right now. Help. Missed game working last night. Big ups, Alex uh, and JD holding it down. Replay gang style. Thanks. Uh, This is good, CP, because us fans don't get info from Leon and the Knicks mystery. Yeah. You know, we're trying to to put the pieces together, man. Trying to put the pieces together and, and react to it. And see what happens. Trade deadline February 9th. You got OG. The hot ticket. Now Sadiq Bey. Is also a name. According to Ian Begley. That the Knicks are also interested in. He's a guy. I like him. I, I like Sadiq Bey. Um, you know. How pressed is Detroit to trade him? I'm not so sure. But Sadiq, Sadiq Bey. Is nevertheless. Uh, someone that uh, that 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 I will be keeping my eyes out on as well. Definitely, Knicks need some help on the bench. He's a good shooter, nice score, and we'll see. Maybe maybe he's more available after the draft once Detroit drafts, and who knows? Maybe they get another wing upgrade there, and and he becomes expendable. see what happens there we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. So how you guys feel about OG Ananobi, man? Let's go to the phones, man. 917, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? Yo, it's JJ from Brooklyn. What's going on, bro? How you feeling, man? man. How you feeling? Good, man. Good, man. Everything's good, man. Mm -hmm. All right, man. So, RJ Barrett, man. Let me... Mm -hmm. My thing right now with him isn't even offensively. I think offensively, he's been, I'll say, pretty solid lately. last night Mm -hmm. but the thing is man defensively it's it's not even bad it's like to the point where he's almost a liability defensively like when you're watching these games Brunson's not even the guy that teams are going at defensively they're literally picking out RJ and they're going at him and it's working every time I hear a lot of debate is he a two is he a three the thing is he's too slow to guard the twos and he's not tall enough. He's not long enough to defend threes. Yeah. It's just, it's a huge issue, especially when he's surrounded by Randall. It's not all RJ's fault. That's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But when he's got Randall with him and Brunson, it's just a bad fit, bro. Like all offensively and defensively. And from everything that you, that we've seen, they're pretty much committed to Randall and Brunson, right? Those are the guys that they signed. He signed Brunson. They gave Randall the extension. Barrett's not Leon Rose's guy. He didn't draft him. So um, I just feel like RJ's the guy that it's going to move eventually. I think maybe even this offseason. I just think for both parties, I just think that's the best way. As long as committed to Randall and Brunson, that is. I'm not saying just dump him because. I'm just saying because of that reason. It just doesn't fit on either end of the ball. You know what I'm saying? I just think... He's ready, and this is my opinion. I just don't see it ever working. You know, I think you need a 3 and D guy. Yeah. You know, I think you move RJ, you get a, a knockdown shooter, a guy who's a really good defender. I would probably do RJ for OG straight up and just save all the picks. Mm. You know, it just, it just doesn't fit. You know, I'll throw the tomatoes, mm. but <laughs> I just, you know, I just don't think it's serious to real, like ever. You know, yeah. I think RJ has to go, man. Okay. You know? Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, that's it, man. Appreciate it, bro. Take it easy, all right? Appreciate the call, man. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. What are you guys thinking of the call, man? What are you guys thinking of the chat of JJ's call? It's a bit of a struggle right now, you know? It's a bit of a struggle. He's 22 years old, though, man. He's, he's, He's 22 years old, guys. Are you guys ready to bail on my guy, RJ, like that? 22 years old? It's a cold world, man. 22 years old, number three pick. JJ's ready to trade him. No love, man. 
No love. Sheesh. Yeah, listen, it, it's a struggle. You know, there, there's just no way around it. It's a struggle. Um, consistency's been an issue. His fit within this offense um, has been has been a struggle. I think that's why you see Tibbs running him with that second unit to try to get that second unit going, but also to to give RJ a chance to uh, establish himself. But when we get to that opportunity, you just want to see, obviously, consistency with the shot, but also better decision-making to, to make his team better. And as, as JJ said, uh, defensively, it's been rough. You know, it, it's, been, it's been rough defensively. I'm trying to find um, this Begley soundbite after the game. So to everybody in chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on for you boys. Okay, this was um, uh, our guy Ian Begley on the RJ situation. It is time now for in. It's courtesy of uh, SMY. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let me find the sound bite. What's going on here? All right. Doesn't seem to be. Uh, we saw sort, of, sort out my connection real quick. I think my connection kind of dropped. Hang tight. Let's see if we get it back up and running. Here we go. Nothing there. Okay, here we go. It's up for he gets and you know you you chalk that up to again Randall having a tough night and also I guess players not making the right read on that play. Tom Thibodeau didn't say explicitly that Randall made the wrong read, but he certainly hinted at it. Yeah, certainly a tough double team for Randall there being smothered by uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron. All right, how much should we read into R.J. Barrett being stuck on the bench down the stretch in regulation and overtime, and especially the frustration for Barrett in not talking to the media after the game? Yeah, R.J. Barrett, win or lose, has been there to answer questions after every game of his career that I know of. And so this was this was out of character for Barrett or just not something that he usually does. I don't know why he chose not to speak. Uh, I would assume that he was frustrated about not playing, but I don't want to, uh, you know, put words in his mouth. But the bottom line is with Tom Thibodeau, there's a decision for him to make game in and game out, whether it's R.J. Barrett, Quentin Grimes, Emmanuel Quickly, uh, one of those guys seemingly will be on the bench late in these games. And when you have depth and you're winning, it's a blessing. But when you have depth and you're losing games, you it's easy to second guess, hey, why wasn't R.J. Barrett out there? Why didn't he go with player X? Clearly tonight it didn't work. But the Barrett frustration is something to keep an eye on, something I'd be worried about if I were the Knicks and Thibodeau. Yeah, Thibodeau obviously keeping the hot hand of Emmanuel quickly on the court, who was out there with Jalen Brunson working offensively. All right, that was our guy Ian Begley, uh, courtesy of SNY. Yeah, and as he said, man, something to watch because it, it's um, it's going to be a decision that Tibbs has to make all year. How does he juggle the two and the three spot with quickly playing as well as he's playing on both ends? 
And while Grimes hasn't had it offensively, defensively, um, he's got a leg up. He's got a leg up on RJ as well. And this is a Nick team that is struggling defensively. How do we do it? Area code 216. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Hello. Hello. Hey, what's your name? Where are you calling in from, man? Oh, man, my bad. This is Big York from ATL. Hey, how you doing, bro? Big York. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, man, I like that trade. I'll go RJ for OG and um, throwing Trent. Uh, I'll do that trade all day long, man. Hello? Some, some players just don't have it. Hello? Yeah, hang tight, hang tight. I got somebody on the Discord. G- GQ Rock, hang tight, Down. hang tight. Yeah, go, go ahead, uh, uh, York, York Matel. So, you, so you think you get yeah. Trent, Trent and OG for RJ? RJ, if they don't like it, I'll even sweeten it with two seconds. But some, some, some players just don't have that DNA for MSG, man. Uh. And sadly, I think RJ's one, and, and maybe even Randall's one too. But you got to have a special DNA to play in that place, man. Yeah. And because if you look at the other two that came out with with RJ, look at look at your boy. Even Zion, when he plays, he's awesome. And your boy in Memphis, he's awesome. What's taking RJ so long, man? I get it; he's twenty two. But dude, it's 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 time, man. I think RJ going home. That's how I would sell it too. Coming home to Canada, <laughs> home homegrown boy coming home. Yo, that would be big, man. Okay. Big, big for both both teams, man. Big for Let's Big go. York up at ATL, man. Appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call. He must have just woke up or something because that trade he was talking about was was straight up delusional. <laughs> well, I let him cook because I wanted to hear it out. I wanted to hear about. Uh, you know, he said he want he wants Gary Trent and OG. And hey, we'll, we'll give him RJ, the guy that can't play here at MSG, and he's no Zion, he's no job, but. Give us your two, two of your best players, and we'll we'll call it a deal. And maybe we'll throw in two second round picks. Kyle Hendricks, twenty dollars super chat says RJ is tired of Tibbs playing favorites. He's tired of Tibbs not running any plays. Every play on the roster has to play ISO, and RJ knows he's not an ISO type player. Nah, he is. He's very much so. He's looking for him to move the ball a little more. He's looking for him to move the ball a little bit more. All right, G-Rock, let's go, man. It's your time now. G-Rock on the Discord. GQ-Rock. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, CP? First time calling in, man. Big fan of the show. What's what's your name? Where you calling in from, bro? I mean, like, my name is Sorak. Yeah, it sounds crazy. I'm Ethiopian, so the name is is crazy. It's spelled differently. I'm from Brooklyn. No, it ain't crazy. That's that's where you're from. That's your culture, man. Nothing crazy about that. Go ahead. But um, real quick, man, I feel like the moment Brunson came here, we kind of just know that, like, RJ is not going to fit within this rotation. Brunson's iso ball dominant. Julius Randle, iso ball dominant. There's not really that many power forwards that's as big as Julius Randle. Yeah, he could be a nut job, but that's New York at its finest. Um, Man, RJ, I feel like we would even be having this conversation if he played D or even kicked a rock out when he's driving into the lane. I feel like that would open up so much opportunity for Grimes, even though he's in his slump. But just to, like get more reads on that rock just to build that rhythm. Uh, you know, how many times have we watched a game, RJ drives into the lane and, 
you know, chucks it up, miss badly, and then slaps his hands, yeah. and then gets back late on defense. Like, it's happened countless times. Hey, look, I love RJ. He's young. He's 22. But how many times are we making excuses for him? You know what I mean? Like, show up to work, all right? Just, yeah, that's it, CP, all right? Yeah, yeah. I'm mad. All right. All right. Hey. I'm young. How am I this trust young being a Knicks fan? Yeah, like, you just getting started, man. Uh, you, you just getting started. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, keep up the work, man. Appreciate right. it, man. Hang in there. Hang in there. All right, that was uh, that was EQ Rock. Oh, let's go to one of our members, man. D Block seventeen fifty five. Go ahead and unmute your mic. Let's go. Members get the easy pass to the call ins, man. Let's go. Oh, awesome. D Block, add on mute your mic. You you muted your mic again. Yeah, yeah you can hear me. Good now. Good, good. Good CP. Uh, this is all on tips. We know RJ is slow. When you put iHeart out there, he's slow. Why are we not clean zone? You got to know your person. You got to know your personnel. We need to play zone defense. He never makes in-game adjustments. And again, he lets Randall do whatever. You saw that game last night? You was at that game last night. Yeah. What business did Randall have running that offense on that last play in regulation? He had no business. Made no, Brunch, made no sense. Cooking. And then this report come out today because Cam Reddish speaks on his lack of yeah. playing time and you're benching him. Tib has to go. And I don't trust this front office. I don't care if we get old. Like I said, I, I caught last night. And again, even if we got him, you trust Tibbs? Because under, under Tibbs, tell me, who, who, who has gotten better under Tibbs? Manual and quickly. That last night, I think these players practice on their own. Manual quickly. I don't. I, I think. I don't think that's on the tips. I Why? think that's quickly practicing his own. He don't. He don't have. Tibbs is clueless. He was a good coach for, but he's not a coach for today's players. He don't utilize these players right. Tell me why. Even why you're not giving Derrick Rose just a little airplay? And it's crazy that we have to trade. Are we we looking for a a wing when we have a wing on the bench? And yeah. just because whatever the issue was, we gave up a first round pick for him last year. Whatever issue you had, you were supposed to fix that last year. The front office was supposed to step up. Yeah. It's crazy how Reddish is just sitting there not being used. And I, like I said, I feel bad for Obi too because I don't understand how he comes. We're not using him right. But please trade Obi and please trade Reddish because I guarantee, like I said last night, watch the team they go on. When they play us, they're going to put it on us. Other people, other teams is going to utilize these players right. Yeah. Okay. Totally clueless. It's just so frustrating to watch what Tiz be doing to my team. I'm a diehard Knicks fan for forever. And it just hurts my soul that he's so stubborn and setting his ways. Yeah, look, fair, fair points. I would say, though, I would say, though, I can't say that, you know, Quickly's development is in spite of Tibbs. Okay. I wouldn't so necessarily you- say that. So if you think we got old, do you think he's going to improve? Because truth be told, like I said, if yeah. we'd have got Donovan Mitchell, I would, I, I, I could, because he's he's already, he's doing his thing. But I, OG is not completely there yet. I don't trust Tibbs working All, with off, him. Offensively, I think that's a question. Defensively, you know, he already has the pedigree. He right, has, he has the pedigree to, to carry out the scheme and to play but, it well. He has that, but even, Correct. like I you look at Tibbs' thing, 
RJ is slow. He cannot guard no wing. You put iHeart. iHeart looks lost out there. I call him the tippy toe because what is he? He looks so lost. I watched him on the Clippers play. He looked away. I mean, he ain't, the, but he looks so lost in oh, yeah. And you know these players cannot guard. Why are we not playing zone? Man played the whole fourth quarter. iHeart. Exactly. Played the whole fourth and quarter. And I get it with RJ. RJ gets these slow and he gets on my nerves when he has this tonal vision. And like everybody say, when he shoots and he missed, so he's already slow footed. You, you got to put these guys in a proper position. And Tibbs, he just looks lost. And then he killed, he, he, earthed, he unearthed my nerves every time he says, post game, I got to watch the tape. Watch and he the tape. never, I need, like, he never says, oh, this one is on me. Oh, it's right. There. Oh, the players got to make the adjustments. What about you as a coach? You have to make the adjustments. Yeah. He point. never takes accountability for nothing. He's always grumpy looking. He never looks happy. And he definitely, and, and, and it's, it's crazy. We as fans, we see what's going on. How did front office know? You telling me you don't see him showing favoritism? Why you don't never tell Randall nothing? Mm. This man be running the offense for what he's a turnover waiting to happen. And, and you got this, you got this whole coaching staff. How many times you got to see Randall with this jump pass and throwing the ball away, turning the ball over? It's, it's just it's frustrating. It's just so frustrating. It's just so frustrating. Hey man, that's why we're here, man. You, you're getting fives, you're getting fire emojis in the chat. You gotta tell them why you mad, man. I appreciate you, man. You, yo, I mean, y'all help me get through it. Y'all really help me get through it because this is just is it, it hurts my soul to watch how my team play. Mm. It, it just hurts my soul to the core, and it's just I, I I don't know, I don't I don't know what this TAA, I don't know what this front. I, I just I don't I don't trust them. I don't try. And like mm. I said, we I still don't I still I just don't trust them. Like how much what what more can he do? That that Tibbs, Tibbs, I think Tibbs is at his ceiling as a coach with this team. Yeah, I, re- I really do. I don't see we gonna we we gonna be stuck right here. Yeah, I mean, if you don't get much talent, I, I think so. And, and, and appreciate the call, man. If you don't get much talent, look, they they are who they are right now. It's anywhere they could finish anywhere between six. I wouldn't be surprised if they finish tenth. I wouldn't be surprised. They they that's who they are. You're going to have nights like this. This week is going to be another tough week for them. You know, then next week, maybe they rip off a couple in a row and then they lose four in a row and then they win to, you know, that, that's just, that's just who they are. Inconsistent. Inconsistent. I thought he had good points. I thought he had very good points. And on his, uh, on the cam points, just to segue into the cam topic. This was from our guy, Ian Begley of SNY again. He says that um, at one point before the December 4th game, when he was out of the rotation, Reddish expressed displeasure to a Nick assistant coach about the way Thibodeau was using him per people familiar with the matter. Reddish has not played since he expressed that displeasure. Now, I see a lot of people on Twitter trying to, you know, insinuate that basically as a result of him complaining he was out of rotation. Who knows? Maybe that decision was already made because even from last year, Thibodeau was not in favor of playing Cam. It showed. And Ian Begley also reports here that Tibbs was not on board, was not all the way on board with Cam, with, with Cam being here. According to the New York Post, Thibodeau was not in favor of trading for Reddish. Could Reddish's diminished role be a way for Thibodeau to show the rest of the organization that he can win without him? 
to show that the front office's trade for Reddish was a mistake. Well, we all know it was a mistake because what Ian Begley's also reporting is that should Cam be here after the trade deadline, he is not interested in a bench role, DMP role. So in other words, he's out regardless. He's out. So, you know, there's a lot of people speculating, well, this is just Tibbs being malicious. I don't know. But the Cam era, (laughs) whatever it was, is over with. And whether or not he's traded, he's done as a Nick, man. He's totally done. I felt like the organization botched the whole thing and Tibbs had no interest in it. But look, who knows, who knows why this happened. But for Cam, at the same time, it's always two to tango. For Cam, he's going to be looking at his third team and he hasn't even gotten to a second contract yet. He had the same issues with McMillan and got benched. Yeah, think about that too. Yeah, think about that too. He's about to be on his third. This is a lottery pick about to be on his third team before his second contract. He don't got that much time. Before you know it, he might be rocking, you know, Shanghai Sharks jerseys, throwing alley-oops to, to Taco Fall in them. Throw it off the backboard to the whiteout in Taiwan. Cam, you got to get it together. Because I don't know where he thinks he's just going to go and just start and just, you know, be a star. The next Paul George, as, as, as uh, the Atlanta Hawks GM put so eloquently. So I think it's a little bit of both, you know. I think the organization botched it. But, you know, I, I think Cam, I think Cam's got to tighten up. A lottery pick about to be on his third team on this rookie contract. It's a buyer beware situation. David R. $10 Super Chat says a trade is not going to fix the Knicks situation because Leon operates in isolation. He drafted OB, traded for Cam, never gave them a chance. Watch us get OG. And see him ride the bench for a few games. OG's not riding the bench, my man. You guys got to stop that. that. That's another thing you guys got to cut out. If Tibbs gets OG here, what is he going to do with him? He's going to play his best defender. Probably too much. And probably get him hurt. Playing time, if they get an OG and an OB, is not going to be an issue. Because he come here and be right in that starting lineup fast. We started the show talking about how much quickly he's playing for his defense. Grimes is playing for his defense. If OG Ananobi's here, guess what? He's playing. Hella minutes. Major minutes. This team needs to defend. This team needs to defend. And speaking of quick, you know, I was just talking to last caller about... uh, Quickly's development. If you guys have a, a subscription to The Athletic, check out my guy Fred Katz's uh, write-up in Emmanuel Quickly, uh, talking about Quickly's uh, defensive acumen at IQ. And basically, you know, Quickly is, he's like, the, he's like the quarterback of the defense out there. 
He's the signal caller. He's the play caller. He's the one that's calling out the sets that the other team is running. He's he's detecting what these guys are doing before they're doing it and getting his guys in order. So this article talks about how vital quickly has been to this defense and the attention and detail that he's paying on the defensive end, the amount of film that he's watching, the amount of, the, the amount of tape that he's studying, the guys that he's emulating, a big Drew Holiday fan on the defensive end. So quickly he's taking this thing very seriously and his teammates have seen the value in him and so is his coach. So is his coach. So, yeah, if you guys have that uh, subscription to The Athletic, definitely have a read because it's a really good one. And if you read it, you can understand why quickly is getting those minutes. He's missed the fourth quarter for this team. And he's not going nowhere from a minute standpoint or a trade unless it's some type of blockbuster. Well, quick's not going nowhere, man. Definitely read that article. When you get a chance. Great job by my guy, Fred Katz. Does a great job at The Athletic. All right, who else wants to talk Knicks, man? Area code 845. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Yo, CP, what's going on, man? LV Live Harlem. LV on? from Harlem World. Stand up. What's good, man? <laughs> were, you at, were you at the Apollo How the other doing, night, brother? man? I heard Mason Cam at the Apollo. Jada Kiss. <laughs> oh, yeah, you saw it. Drake, Drake came through, man. He had a... Uh... Yeah, Kim, yeah, Kim's uh, pink on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, well, that was a separate <laughs> concert. That was a separate concert. The Drizzy concert, I didn't get to. Uh, but then you had Cam right. and Mason and Kiss at a concert as well. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I was, I, I was, I was, I was at the Drizzy joint. Okay, okay, no doubt. But um, but but yeah, listen, <clears throat> I want to kind of get into everything. I think everybody needs to calm down, man. You need that. You need to pay attention. Sometimes you got to step back and take a look at the whole situation. Okay, right. If we pay attention, CP, Tibbs isn't going anywhere. No. Let's be clear. He's not going anywhere. Number one, that's Leon's boy. Correct. They go way, way back. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, the owner already let it be known. The owner already said it. I don't really touch anything that goes on over there. And if I do give my input, they have the right to say yay or nay to it. Right? So that tells you everything right there. Yeah. So Leon and Tibbs are going down with the ship. They're going to make this work however way they want. That's, that's number two. Yeah. Right? So number three, CP, let's be mindful of who Tibbs' guys are. Number one, Brunson. He's known him since he was a kid. That's number one. Right? Mm-hmm. Randall, because he got played, he got he got improved player, and he got coached here at the same time Randall did. So Randall's mm-hmm. his guy. Mm-hmm. He drafted IQ. IQ is a perfect representation of who Tibbs is, and so is Grimes. Grimes is like Correct. Grimes is like Jimmy Butler 2.0 in a sense. He's Correct. growing with Tibbs, defensive and offensively. That's the guy that Tibbs wants. So mm-hmm. you got to pay attention to what's going on here. I mean, this this is those are the four guys right there mm-hmm. that that are untouchable. Nobody mm-hmm. is touching those guys. They're not going anywhere. That's why they get the much leeway as anybody else. RJ, if Got people got to pay attention to the writing on the wall. He's on his last legs. I don't, I don't even know if Tibbs was okay with them signing RJ. I don't know if that was okay because remember when the, when the word came out that um, they were trying to give up Grimes for Donovan Mitchell, that got shot, shot down quick because mm-hmm. that was Tibbs. Tibbs said, "Ain't no way you giving him up because mm-hmm. that's my guy." Mm-hmm. So I don't care about no Donovan Mitchell. I care more about this guy more than anybody. So that got shot down. 
So then they was talking about RJ, and then the next day they did the deal for RJ. Now, I don't know how Tibbs was happy about that or not happy. Remember, RJ and Cam are tight. Yeah, but then that report but, comes out today, right? Yeah, yeah. Then that report comes out today about Cam Reddish. So now you're saying to yourself, okay, there's obviously things going on in the background that are a lot deeper than basketball. And Tibbs is going to put his team together because Leon is going to ride with him to the end the way he wants it constructed. And that's yeah. what we're seeing now, CP. People are upset about how our heart plays a lot. He plays a lot because he plays hard on defense. That's what Tibbs wants. Yeah. He, so I Tibbs mean, don't yeah, give a shit. Whoa, so excuse me. Tibbs oh, don't oh, give a crap. Sorry. Excuse family me. Family sorry, family sorry, family sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, sorry. G-rated yeah. show. G-rated yes, yes. show. Yeah. Last point. So I apologize. I apologize, CP. Tibbs doesn't care if he – he just wants guys to play hard. That's all he cares about. Mm-hmm. So, like you stated, and I'm glad you stated because I was going to mention it too. Mm-hmm. OG Anobi's a perfect Tom Thibodeau player. Mm-hmm. Perfect. You, if people think he's coming over and sit the bench, he's going to play probably more than Randall. Mm-hmm. Period. Because he plays both ends of the court, mm-hmm. and that's all Tibbs cares about. Okay. So people just got to be kind of mindful of really what's got pretty it. much happening here and how the team is being constructed. All right, cool. If you cool, understand. Cool, cool. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. Them Harlem ta- cats will, will, will talk all night if you let them. Rate that call in the chat, man. One being trash, five being facts. Is it tomatoes? Is it fire? He's from Harlem. Are we getting up up out of here like the Sandman? I, I was seeing varying ratings, so I, I didn't, you know, I couldn't pull the plug early, you know. I, I, I need that that Sandman uh, siren sound effect, Chuck. That's what I need. We need to bring that back. A lot of, a lot of you guys are too young for that, man. You don't remember that. You used to watch Showtime at the Apollo, like one a.m. That that was like after SNL. That's how they, you know, they used to do us dirty. You used to do go after SNL. And then uh, you watch Showtime at the Apollo. People would be up there. They'd do like their comedy bits. They'd sing. Oh, boy, if you you hit them high notes properly, people in the crowd start booing, start hitting the exits. Then the Sandman comes out with the broom. (laughs) Uh, That was classic, classic television, man. Great memories as a kid, man. That's all you wanted to see. That's all you wanted to see, man. You just wanted to see Sandman come out and get those people up out of there. That was the best part of the show. 561 Erico, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? Five six one five six one. Yo, hey. Hello. Yes. You hear me? You hear me, CP? Yes, yes. This is Papa John's. How can I take your order, man? This is Darren from Florida. How you doing, CP? Darren, what's good, bro? How you feeling? But, hey, CP, I just want to talk about that last guy. He had some good points, but that Hallstein good on defense. Hallstein is tough to watch in the pick and roll, man. It's horrible. Yeah, he and may he may try hard. We, we really <laughs> he ain't that good. He may try, but it, it, it's bad watching, man. Yeah. And he's giving he's giving people red carpet layups, man. Yeah, he needs to at least jump. At least foul somebody. I'm not saying hurt somebody, but you got to at least foul somebody, man. Yeah. And Sims, he got he got to play with some more passion. I mean, he could rebound the ball, but he 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 too need to foul somebody. He looked lost. Yeah. I agree with yesterday. Tough. Julius Randle had no business with that last shot. We all know that. Mm-hmm. I wish Julius Randle had more of a makeup of Jalen Brunson. 
He helps us with offense. He rebounds the ball. But he's just not a smart player, man. He let Brody, Brody ripped him twice. I was not feeling that at all, man. Yeah, it's just he's just not a smart player, man. And I talked yeah. about this the last time I called. He doesn't know how to pass out of the double, mm-hmm. turnovers. He gets passes on defense. R.J. Barrett, let's talk, talk about him. I like R.J. Mm-hmm. I do. But he just looks like he don't care on defense. And I would love O.G. Ananobi. And I'm going to trade R.J. before I trade Grimes or I.Q. Mm. I know Grimes ain't hitting his three right now. But Grimes, I saw he could drive and create to the basket. He can make passes like we saw that nice pass to Sims. Same thing with IQ. They both can Ooh, play defense. Yeah, that, that, that Grimes to pass to, to iHeart was filthy. That no-look out of pick yeah. roll was filthy last night. Yeah, RJ can't do that. Yeah. RJ can't do that. And, and CP, I like RJ, man, but I don't know if his feelings got hurt from the Donovan Mitchell trade rumors, but he just don't look into it on the defensive end. And Some, we can't yeah. have that. I'll take OG all day. Yeah, I, I feel you, I'll bro. And, and, and good, good to hear from you, man. Thanks for the call. I don't know what happened, man. I'm not so sure. It, I mean, last year was like, all right, yeah, it's taking a step. But this year, had, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's, what's, what's happening on the defensive end. And, and he's right, and LV from Harlem is right. You know, how does the organization really feel about him? We did hear from Berman, you know, before he before he retired, that the organization did want to choose want to rather keep Grimes over RJ. People thought that was cap, and then you all of a sudden you saw when the Mitchell tra- trade deal parameters were coming out, RJ was at the center of damn near all of them. Now you're seeing in these in these moments, crunch time moments, Tibbs ain't afraid to. Uh, Put him on the pine. Very, very interesting, man. Very interesting. What is going to happen here? Time will tell. Shout out to Nick Em Up in the chat. We got a new channel member. Uh, new channel member in here. Nick Em Up. Salute. Salute. And for those of you out there, go ahead and join the franchise fan club, man. Definitely join and support. We're going to be rolling out a ton of perks. You have the custom emojis, the badges. Uh, Channel members will get access to recorded content first. They will get access to exclusive merch first. And as you heard from my guy D-Block on the Discord, um, they will be, you will get the easy pass to the phones and the Discord. So as the channel memberships is a lot of value there, we will continue to be adding. We will be continue. We will continue to add more perks and more tiers as we uh, continue to build this out, man. So make sure you go ahead and, and join in. Um, to the Discord we go. Cam from BK. Cam, go ahead and unmute your mic. CP. How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good, bro. I just wanted to show you some love. I see what you're doing with Bleacher Report, man. You know, Appreciate it. I remember, I remember uh, a year ago you was on first take with Max Kellerman, man. You know, I just want to give you some love right now, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be back on Bleach Report uh, February 6th. February 6th we'll be t- will be next. We'll be tuned in. We'll be tuned in for you. We'll Appreciate be tuned it. In for you. Appreciate it. But um, the, the last thing that you said when you was talking Knicks, you mm-hmm. said, um, you know, figuring something out. You know, Knicks got to do something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, 
Mm-hmm. Everybody that's calling and saying, telling R, uh, uh, trade RJ, mm-hmm. no one's taking a hundred million dollar RJ Barrett contract. No one's taking that. Mm. RJ's not going nowhere. So mm. you know, we just got to get it in our heads as Knicks fans that RJ is not going to be traded because he's not. Toronto is not going to, uh, you know, dump off OB, OG and Obi to pay all that money to RJ Barrett. They're going to trade OG is to tank. You know, point blank mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. So um, then I got to say about OG, we got to stop, man, as Knicks fans. Mm-hmm. If OG and OB was on this team the same way we was cheering about Jalen Brunson, we would love OG in New York. Sure. We would love him. Yeah. He, he's averaging, what, 16, 17 right now. He's not a player who needs a ball in his hands to, to, be, uh, to make an uh, impact on the game. OG's a good player. He's a winning player. You know what I'm saying? So if the goal is to compete, OG and OB make, helps you compete. Your point blank, period. So um, that's what I got to say in terms of OG. And the last thing I'll say, because um, I, I am with the, you know, with the fans. I'm, I'm with the Cam Hive. I'm with the... You know, you know, tank hive and everything like that. But I got to mm-hmm. keep it a buck right now because you know Julius sometimes gets a lot of flack. Mm-hmm. And and you know, um, I can't even believe I'm saying this right now. Mm, but Julius Julius Randle is New York. He is. He plays with passion. Mm. He comes out. He comes out there every day. He plays with an attitude. He plays hard. You can never question his effort. Yeah, he has some moments where he's making dumb decisions like we seen last night, or he's or he's you know dribbling to double teams. But mm-hmm. when Julius has 36, 15, and, and, and eight. We treated him like he's, uh, you know, mellow. So, you know, just take it easy on Julius, man. You know, I hate to see him get trashed so much, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know because he, he yeah, does well, try Mello, out there. Mello got the same thing, though. Say again, CP, I'm sorry. Mello got the same treatment. And Mello got the same treatment. Like, we, lo- we love him when he's good, and, when he, and then when, you know, when we lose, we hate him. So, you know, I just want to say that in terms of, uh, you know, uh, uh, Julius. You know, I want to show him some love as well. But, okay. yeah, that's all I got to say. I don't want to take up too much time, but, you know, yeah, that's what I got. Cam from BK repping for the Julius Hive, man. If you guys are in the Julius Hive, put Julius Hive in the chat. You're getting a lot of tomatoes, man. They're making ketchup out of you. But he said Julius is New York. Do you guys agree with that in the chat or not? One being trash, five being facts. Tomatoes are fire emojis. You be the judge in the chat. Is Julius New York? Hmm. What do I think? <laughs> what do I think? Um, look, I, I think I think he does. He busts his ass, man. He puts in the work in the offseason. He puts in the work on the court. I just think um, decision-making is, hasn't been a strong suit. Decision-making has not been a strong suit. So it's it's my evaluation of Julius comes more from money time situations. Last night in the Laker game, what is he going to do in the playoffs? You know, this is this is not the first time he's going to see pressure. What is he going to do when when the double teams are coming at him? And you know, as soon as he makes his move into the paint, there's a guy right behind him looking at looking at to 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 hack down and and try to get the ball. How does he respond? I think he I think he puts in the work. Hundred percent. You can never say that. You can't can't say he's not. Like, look what he's doing on the boards. Look what he's doing for scoring. He's an all star. He puts in the work. He puts in the work. But it's it's just up here, you know, in 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 the pre on the pressure. What are we gonna get? And that that and but that is the most frustrating part. And that is why he gets criticism because he is the guy and one of the guys. So as one of the guys, you want him to deliver. You want him to make his team better. You want him to deliver in these crunch time situations. 
you know, Shaq, as as much as we give uh as much as we give these TNT guys flack for how they criticize the Knicks and the lack of coverage and they just kind of just dumb it down and just cast him away. Shaq made a good point the other day when the Knicks were playing the Celtics. He said, the Knicks get unfairly criticized and based on the talent that they have, it's not necessarily justified. And I, I, I agree with that. But because it's New York, the spotlight is magnified. And because Julius is the guy here, the spotlight on him is going to be magnified. So whether or not he likes the criticism or the Julius type likes the criticism, it just comes with the territory. This is New York. This ain't OKC. This isn't Orlando. This isn't Sacramento, even though they're having a great year. You're going to get criticized when you're the guy. Listen, look look, look what we talked about all night for the past hour with, with RJ. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. If you don't perform, if you don't produce, you're going to hear it as one of the guys. Brunson's come came, came here. He's delivering. You get nothing but praise from Brunson for Brunson right now. Now, his defense needs work. But he, he's putting his body on the line out there. Drew, drew, drew what, three charges last night? Or should have had three? But on the other end of the ball, he's been great. So you give him his flowers. So that, that's all it is. That's all it is. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Let's get those likes up. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP the franchise here on the solo dolo. Just getting it in, man. Catching up on some Knicks news. RJ Bench, how do you guys feel about that? OG Ananobi, Knicks are ready to trade off three first-round picks, although we don't know what type of protection they are on there. And Cam, out of there. He says, whether or not I get traded, he has no interest in a DMP bench situation. So Cam's gone. Eric Coach 704, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? Rapid fire. Let's go. Yo, this is uh, Jay from Brooklyn. Jay from Brooklyn. How you Brooklyn. doing, CP? Good. How you feeling, bro? Um, not too bad, man. Not too bad. I'm a longtime Knicks fan, been a Knicks fan for 30 plus. Let's go. You know, I'm one of them realistic Knicks fan, Knicks fan bro. Mm-hmm. Yo, everyone wants Tibbs out of there. I get it. But you know what? They got that whole network going on in there, man. There's nothing you can do about that. No. Nah, you know what I'm saying? So you just got to roll, roll with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my thoughts, and, my, and, and RJ, if you listen to this, man, produce, bro. If you want to stay on that floor in the fourth quarter, you got to produce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what that brother is. I don't know what is with him and going, he goes left 95% of the time. The defense knows where he's going. Mm-hmm. Tibbs don't need it on the floor. Okay, so if he wants to be on the floor with the rest of them cats, he's gonna have to produce. Mm-hmm. But getting mm-hmm. in his feelings ain't gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt his cause right now. Mm. Hey, Randall, I, that other dude talking about Randall. Come on, man, that dude's a knucklehead. You mm. know, Randall's a knucklehead. He's always gonna be a knucklehead. Okay, his issue primarily that dude don't watch no film. Because if he watch film, how many, how often are you gonna see him in double teams and getting kicked? You know, kicking out the ball and getting turned over. Mm-hmm. I don't think that boy watched no film whatsoever. Because if he was watching film, okay, he would have made the right play in those situations. And he keeps doing the same thing over and over and over again. Okay, and he was under Kobe, so he should know better. Yeah. Kobe watched film. I'm not comparing him to Kobe, but he always talked about that mentality and want to be like Kobe and doing all this type of things. Kobe watched film. Randall don't watch no film. Okay, that's clear on the floor. Okay. Y'all got to be realistic about these Knicks, man. The way they're set up right now, okay, it is Tibbs' team. Yes. 
nothing's yeah. going to change. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nothing is going to change. Yeah. Okay. He's bringing in his players. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Cam, listen, I, I'm with you, CP. Mm-hmm. My man should have kept it. You know, kept his mouth shut, doing what he was doing on the floor. He was getting his burn. You know what I'm saying? He hadn't done nothing in the league to have any say with these dudes. He hasn't done nothing in the league. Yeah. Okay. Now his butt is on the next thing smoking, and he's going to be in the same situation where they're not going to be playing him. I'm sorry, Cam Hive. Listen, mm. I was Cam Hive too. I was. Okay. Okay. But but dude, if he on the floor right now, so how is he Cam right now? How's how's the Hive going to be? It's flourishing right now. If if dude is on the bench. Okay. Yeah. So for me, I, I just gotta I just gotta like it's like you always say, keep it a buck. I'm keeping this whole thing a buck. All right, man. And y'all can throw tomatoes what you want to. Appreciate, so that's, that's, that's appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. What do you guys think about that, Chapman? I'm seeing a couple of tomatoes. R- Rome throwing them out there. D Crown, JG, couple fire, man. One being trash, five being facts. Tomatoes or fire? How you guys feeling about that right now? Watching, uh, they got Toronto in Utah. No OG. Utah up by four with a minute forty left. To go in the game. All-star reserves get announced tomorrow. Will Julius make it? Will Jalen make it? I have a feeling Brunson's going to make it. Will Randall make it? I think Julius should definitely make it, but will he? I, I think, I think Jalen's going to make it. I think he's going to make it. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, we'll have post-game live. Knicks versus Heat for sure. Make sure you guys tap into that tomorrow night. Knicks have a, a tough defensive battle and and a tough opponent a tough opponent that they got to face and and a uh, a tough opponent that uh they're going to be you know battling with for eastern conference seating first of 3 it, it starts tomorrow against the Miami Heat so let's see how that goes man 248 area code what's your name where you calling in from rapid fire let's go yeah what's going on tp Yep. Yo, Jesus. man. Yo, I know it's rapid fire. Let me tell you something, bro. Yeah. It's time to hit the lottery, man. Mm. Come on, man. It's our only chance to get out of pur- purgatory, man. I'm tired of being in purgatory. It's been 20 years. Mm. Like, yo, I want to have a for real shot, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And really, at the end of the day, if, if, if getting a good lottery pick this year means that we got to get rid of RJ's hanging with Mr. Cooper looking stuff, man, then yo, so be it. Get him up out of here, man. Bottom line is that, yo, cuz, we can't keep doing the same thing. And then, yo, I don't understand, Tibbs. Unless, yo, Cam went and slapped him right in his face, there's zero excuse for him not to get no burn. I mean, yo, I can say, yo, you want to make a little statement, but, yo, the, the man don't get no burn at all? Yeah. At least if he gave him burn, that would increase his trade value. Yo, I don't know, man. I just, I don't Tough. know about the front office. I don't know about these dudes, man. All right, man. You know, I love the show, man, but, yo, Hang we got to do something different, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. My man said, throw on the fatigues and forget about it. <clears throat> no, the problem is, is that, you know, talent-wise, they are, um, they're just not bad enough. They are 17th right now in the draft order. But they're only one game out from, from, from 14. They're only one game out. But, you know, where you want to be is like, I mean, and, and you guys want to consider this a deep draft, so on and so forth, but you want to be in that top five, man. You want to be in that, you know, top eight. And that that's, I don't, they're, they're not. 
They they're not they're not too far. <laughs> they're not they're not that far. Uh, we'll see. We'll we'll see. You know, they're not too far. Let's see. Remaining strength of schedule. They are third. They are third right now. You got the Clippers with the hardest schedule, Sixers with the second hardest schedule, and then the Knicks. Toughest opponents. Uh, they got two more against the Celtics. Denver coming to town. Two more against the Seas. Two more against the Nets. Kings and Cavs. <laughs> there may still be some time. There may still be some time. What was up with the, the hanging with Mr. Cooper reference? I didn't get that in terms of RJ, but I thought it was still funny. That was one of my favorite shows back in the day as a kid, man. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Shout out to Mark Curry, man. Underrated comedian. You know what I mean? Okay. Last call of the night, man. 919. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Rapid fire. Let's go. <clears throat> Yo, hello. 919 ain't but 919 salute 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 to Kappa S's. You supposed to know much no more. You see that 919? There's you know one of one. There's 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 one of one. See, when I came up and I used to play next to Ron Clario, my coach at Cardoza, I used to try to sit up close as I can to the coach to mm. let him know I'm alive, let him know that I'm, I'm amped up, let him know I'm trying to get in this game. Even if you ain't ready to put me in the game, coach, put me in the game. You can't let nobody know how you feeling all the way at the end of the bench. And now RJ all the way at the end of the bench. That pissed me off more than his game last night. You all the way at the end of the bench. Y'all dudes ain't even on the camera. You ain't even participating in timeouts. You ain't even rooting and playing. Pr- and, and pulling for your teammates. What kind of teammate is that? Forget about your game. I need you to always be a teammate. I need you to always be there to support me. I need you to always feel good for me the same way I feel good for you when you turning up hitting buzzer beaters and all that when your game ain't up the par and you all the way at the end of the bench while we up in a wall and you got the little man taking back-to-back charges and you ain't getting amped up. He took a charge on LeBron and came right back and took a charge on Anthony Davis. You ain't clapping and celebrating feeling no type of good, that's what you call hanging with Mr. Cooper, RJ and OB all the way at the end of the bus and not even participating with the team. Now, I know everybody talking about this OG. OG will do three good things. I've been saying it and Alex said it the other day. The three things that he's going to do, number one, he's going to give us a small forward, what we need. Number two, it can allow RJ to go to his natural position if he could just get out get out, and get out his smoke and start playing and handling his business. Number three, it can put grinds all the way to the bench so we can have some more help coming off the bench. Those are the three things, you know what I'm saying? But it's a different when you're dealing with the New York Knicks. It's two forms of trades in the NBA. There's a New York Knicks trade and there's an NBA league trade. They treat us like any kind of way. Like they can get us and sell us out, do any type of thing. We love paying all these top dollars for these dudes that ain't nowhere in the league. I'm going to give you a few names. Number one, Van Fleet. Number two, Siakam. Number three, Barnes. Number four, Gary Trent. 
Then comes old OG. He's ranked number five on their team. Well, I'm going to give you all this money, and he's the fifth best player on your team. Stop playing with us, man, and go ahead and make the trade. You don't want to make the trade. Go go somewhere else to go do the trade. But stop trying to overcharge us like you did to the cold crush. Undercharge us like you can feel good for the cold crush. And shout out to Chuck D for doing all that. That state interview that was banging. I never knew it. I'm going to give y'all who said this breaking news, and I never knew it, what Chuck said. I never knew that LL Cool J was the first single MC in the history of the game. Mm. And he ain't even in the top 10 on the billboard. Rock him ain't even on the billboard. It just dropped. Stop playing with us legendary people that's doing what they got to do, man. But everybody be easy. Stay healthy and safe. Love yourself, man. Appreciate yourself. We got to figure something out, get something else better going for the New York Knicks. The trade deadline is coming. But one thing for sure, I don't want to see Cam back on this team after the trade deadline. Because Cam come back, that would be worse than us got the lights up for the Philadelphia Eagles. What's going on? <laughs> Shout out to Brianna Stewart. Yeah, the Liberty. I got to start rocking supporting them. She in the building. I got to appreciate her coming to New York. You know what I'm saying? Do what they got to do. Never mind if they playing in the, over there in the Barclays. It's still a New York thing, and I'm going to be pulling for them. You know what I'm saying? But we got to go ahead and take care of our business and do what we got to do. Salute, salute, salute. Three capital S's. I'll be in the building Saturday. I'll be in the building Sunday. I'll be in the building on, on Valentine. When, um, 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 Nas, he's dropping in Madison Square Garden. I'm here to see the Clippers. I'm here to see the Philly. I need to handle our business do what we got to do. Everybody have a blessed one night and get ready to go to work tomorrow. Appreciate you got a job tomorrow. The bills got to be paid. That's a fact. Jay Boogie with the closing sermon, man. Throw some fives in the chat. Some fire emojis for Jay Boogie, man. Let me salute Tricell. $10 Super Chat says, this is the most winning we've done in a decade. Love it or hate it. Jules is putting out the best numbers by a Nick since Mellow. JB is a stabilizing force. Why can't fans just root for us to succeed? Nah, I, don't th- I don't think fans are rooting for lo- losses. But, um, look, fans want to win, man. (laughs) If you're a Knicks fan, you want to see the Knicks getting closer and closer to a championship. Not farther away, not stuck in the middle. So, yeah. You know, the idea that you can't criticize a player because you're, you're hating or you're not rooting for the team, that's nonsense. If you're still a Knicks fan, you're as loyal as they come. You're the number one fan base in the league, bar none. There is no better fan base. Trust. But you want to see the team making progress towards winning and being real contenders, not contenders at the 30-game mark and going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. You want to see the team win. So, yeah, you're going to criticize. Yeah, you're going to nitpick. Yeah, you might be nervous on an OG trade because you don't want to get fleeced. We got PTSD out here. It's real trauma. That's just what it is, man. It's the toughest place. It's the heaviest crown, the the, the heaviest jersey in the league. It just is what it is. Knicks fans, we want excellence. Marv1 says, uh, I think if they trade for OG, they're going after Booker and RJ's going in that trade. Mitch Randall, OG, Booker, and Jalen can win a championship. Okay. Shout out to David R. 10L Super Chat says his trade is not going to fix the situation. Oh, I got that one. Shout out to Ryan Mammal Chuck D. He says the league is electric cars. Tibbs has an issue of at least being a hybrid 10 to 11 rotation while mashing his foot on the gasoline guzzler 87 and let it. 
Shout out to Kyle Hendricks once again. Shout out to Ryan Manuel Chuck D once again. Shout out Chris Dada. Says, this is why we should have packaged these role players for Donovan Mitchell. Now we're thinking of sending three first rounders and players for a non-all-star and OG. Let's go after Siakam instead. Shout out Junior Karoma Fight Out Super Chat. Says, we need OGCP. Trade them picks. This is this kid is like one of the best wing defenders in the league. A true 3 and D wing that we need desperately. So before I get out of here, we got 2,000 people in the chat. Let me know how you feeling, man. Let me know how you feeling. Are you as high on OG Adenobi as a guy like a Junior Karoma is? Do you want to stand packed? What do you guys want to do? Let us know, man. But nevertheless, one thing is for sure. This is the number one show for the fans, by the fans, for Knicks fans, basketball fans, sports fans, whatever it is. Number one show. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Knicks postgame live. Knicks versus Heat. Knicks on a three-game losing streak. Can they snap out of it? I've been a two-game loser. Can they snap out of it? Let's see what happens, man. But leave a comment in the chat. Leave a comment in the uh, in the video. Remember that this show is available in audio podcast format, so no reason to miss it. If you can't make it on YouTube, catch us on all podcast platforms. As I said, I will be back on SNY this Friday, the 3rd, so catch me on Honda Sports Night, and I'll also be on Bleacher Report on the 6th, and then I'll, I'll be on SNY for the putback with Ian Begley uh, next week for the trade deadline as well, so Busy, busy next couple of days and weeks. More announcements to come. Stay tuned. Keep it locked. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. CP, I'm out of here. Have a good night. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.